Hello and welcome to the Irish Fire Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Houghton. I'm an entrepreneur, investor, and financial independence enthusiast, sharing my financial freedom journey. Stay tuned and welcome aboard. I hope you are doing well. It's been an interesting couple of weeks. I mentioned on the last episode that I was recently interviewed on the moneyflamingo.com blog. And yeah, I was absolutely delighted. I was actually featured in two articles. The first being, I guess, my fire story to date. And the second being Tina's take on my journey to financial independence from where I am. And things are definitely getting exciting and I'm really, really excited about where the next chapter of my financial independence journey is going to bring me. And that's largely because I am heading to the halfway mark. So we're only a couple of months off hitting the big 400,000 euro mark now, which if you do follow Tina's blog at moneyflamingo.com, you'll probably be familiar that Tina termed the phrase flamingo fire to describe what happens when you hit the halfway mark on your fire journey because a heap of doors start to open up because you don't have to continue going at the same pace that you were previously. I will share a link to part two of Tina's article in the show notes because she's so good at putting the graphics and numbers together that she actually does a far better job than I do. So it's definitely worth checking out. From my own side, it was fascinating reading somebody else write about me. So I definitely enjoyed that element. So thank you so much for the opportunity there, Tina. Tina has a very active Facebook group that I'd highly recommend checking out as well. I will post a link to it in the show notes. And she was kind enough to share my very first article on the group. Naturally, I had to check out the comments. Now, truth be told, in the past, when I've been featured on, say, mainstream media, I usually try to avoid the comments because they can get a little bit trollish here and there. And look, I know that the fire movement certainly isn't for everybody, but when it comes to a financial independence group, I'm more than happy to have a look at the comments and reply where I can. And if you look at the article that Tina shared, one of the things in there was the fact that I hated work, so I decided to try and work my way out of this problem. And along the way, I started not hating work as much as I did. And there's definitely a trend to that. And I'm certainly enjoying work a lot more today than I did say three, four, five years ago, which is good. It's made the journey a lot easier. Now, the last 18 months has been a little bit of an exception because I've basically taken every opportunity that I could get and literally chased every paying bit of work that I could get to try and maximize my income. And that process now, thankfully, is starting to come to an end. And as part of doing that, I'm effectively removing the work I don't like and keeping the work that I do. So my overall enjoyment when it comes to work is definitely getting better. And I'm planning on scaling back from saving around 10,000 euros a month to around 5,000 euros a month. And there's a real irony here because even say two years ago when I was saving around 5,000 euros per month, that was a real chore for me at the time. Whereas now I'm looking at like, oh, this is going to be far easier for me to save 5,000 euros per month compared to say 10. So there's definitely a sense of irony that I was complaining about 5,000 two years ago, and now I'm looking forward to saving 5,000, thinking that's going to be easier. So I get it. It's a little bit skewed, 
But one of the comments was by a gentleman named Elliot in the group. He said, if the theme here is one, hate working, so follow fire. Two, save lots and boost your income. Three, learn that working isn't too bad once you get better at it and have more clout slash flexibility. Four, realize you didn't need to deprive yourself so much for years on end to have a high saving rate and 5k a month opposed to 10k a month would make everyone in your family happier, then what's the moral of the story here that we can take away for our own lives? Enjoy working more? Mark then chips in and says, same, too many fire disciples forget that you have to live life along the way. While fire is an admirable goal, is deprivation along the way really worth it? How much is enough is totally the question that springs to mind. Sorry, Michael, you talk about cutting back, stepping back, but then mention about leaving money on the table. Sometimes you just have to bite the bullet and do it. Otherwise, you'll be talking about it forever and always have that one more year syndrome. So yeah, definitely a couple of strong comments. And look, sometimes hindsight is twenty twenty, And certainly the last 18 months has been a huge, huge challenge for me and the family in terms of the sacrifice that I've made. However, there's a lot more families out there doing it a lot tougher than what I've done in the last 18 months. To be honest, when I really sit back, I still have so many great things, even doing that, the ability to work from home, still picking the kids up and bringing the kids to school, still having complete flexibility around how I structure my day. Really, when you look at it from a bigger picture point of view, there was a fraction of sacrifice compared to what many, many families out there would be doing on a day-to-day -day basis and not being in a position to save near as much as what we did. So I just want to start off by saying that, that sometimes you've got to look at this from a bigger picture point of view. And for me, that sacrifice, whilst hard compared to what I could have been doing, relatively speaking, the ability to work from home, the ability to set my own hours and control all of those things really made the sacrifice, while difficult, certainly not impossible. But the point being made here is exactly that, that when you start pursuing fire, doing it because you hate something, and then realizing that, oh, this isn't so bad, that I get this, I get this problem. And I commented on this, and this is what I wanted to share today. And this is really the big truth about work, because if you've been listening for, a, I guess, since the beginning, you know that pretty much from day one, I mentioned the fact that I did not like working. I hated selling time for money. I hated this thing of having to feel like I'm giving up time to get a paycheck. And it has been my big reason for why I pursued financial independence in the first place. So I get it. But here was my reply. And hopefully, hopefully you will see where I'm trying to come across with what I think happens to work as you progress through your fire journey. I said, I think the motto of the story is that work is different when it's optional and on your own terms. For years, I got up, went to work, paid the bills and repeated the cycle. We never had anything extra to show for it. We had to get up for work just to stay afloat. Living week to week, it's not an uncommon situation. As the portfolio has grown and we've moved close to fire, work is becoming flexible because I don't need to work to survive. At some point, work will be fully optional once we eventually hit our FI number. Could I have replicated this without a decent FI portfolio? Possibly, but not without the same freedom then I go about it now, and certainly not without the feeling of financial security that we have now. So just keep that in mind. It isn't that the work has changed necessarily. It's more that my attitude to work has changed from something I needed to do to survive to something I do because I want to, and somehow that makes all the difference.
I was actually so delighted that those two gentlemen made me have to think about that reply because for me it was so powerful in terms of letting me understand my own feeling to work and how my attitude to work and feeling about work has changed. And there is a great sense of irony to that. There's two things I touched on there that I really want to get across in today's episode. The first is that where I'm at now with the fire journey, being close to that flamingo fire number and almost halfway. And remember, the first half is significantly harder than the second half, because in the second half, we're going to have compounding doing a lot more of the heavy lifting. So whilst I might be halfway in terms of the FI number, I'm actually well beyond halfway in terms of the actual overall time. So I point out there that work is becoming flexible. All right. And this is really where I'm at now. I have the ability now to pick and choose the work I take, not because it pays the most money, but because it's actually a job that I'll either A, enjoy, B, want to help the person who needs the work done, or C, because it's a nice cruisy position that's time flexible and I guess cruisy and easy to do. And these considerations are definitely now far more important to me than it was, say, a year, 18 months ago, when I was literally just chasing the biggest paycheck. So the first element there is that as the journey goes, we have this ability to be flexible with how we go about work. And that's really, really powerful. Tina from Money Flamingo will call that the semi-retirement phase, where you can go and work part-time if you want to and not worry about contributions. I'm not quite there yet. I could be if I wanted to, and I could choose to adopt that path if I want to. But I'm looking to just go down one more level from where I'm at. Move from overtime and working too hard and chasing every opportunity for the most paycheck to a secondary step down which is chase work I love. Be happy to work because I love it. Select work for people that I want to work for and for jobs I actually want to do. A lifestyle first approach to work rather than a money first approach to work. So that's really the big change that I'm looking to make and the point where I've got to along my FI journey. I expect the second half of my journey to be a much easier ride. Let's say that I've been climbing up the hill for the first half and now I've reached the top of that hill. So now we can put the car in neutral and cruise down the second half of the journey. And then the last point there that I made around work. So firstly, work becomes fully flexible. And secondly, as you hit your FI number, then work becomes fully optional. And that's a critical aspect because from what I've seen, 80% plus of anybody that blogs about financial independence does not retire when they hit their FI number. And for me, my FI number is calculated at around 800,000 euros in today's money. However, the closer I get to that number, the more I will be happy to adapt. I might decide that working 10 hours per week as say a freelance basis, working two hours a day for maybe 200 days a year might be something that I would like to do. And so I'm going to need to calculate that into my fire equation at some point because it will make my fire number smaller. Or I may choose at some point to stop contributing to the portfolio and simply let it compound in the background and just make enough money to cover our annual expenses or somewhere in between do some sort of barista approach where maybe I draw down a little bit and cover the rest with working. So there's lots of different options. There's lots of different ways to tackle this. And the point is, is that that hard work, that 18 month stretch has allowed me to get to that situation. So for those of you that might be far along in your financial independence journey, definitely keep in mind that work might definitely play a part when it comes to your retirement planning and think about the sort of work that you could be doing in retirement. For me, I have visions of either working part-time, say three days a week, or just freelancing, say 10 hours a week, something like that. 
something where there's a little bit of work, but a lot of time off and a lot of flexibility and all that sort of stuff. So it's definitely something that I will keep you guys updated as, as I progress. As I said, my long goal is to save 800,000 euros in today's money, but I'm also open to reducing that if the realization comes that I'm going to be doing some sort of work for the, say the next 10 years plus. So I need to factor that in as well. As always, guys, if you have any feedback on this episode, drop me an email at michael at firepodcast.e and I look forward to catching you on the next episode.